Today's BYU Sports broadcast will begin in 15 minutes.
BYU Sports broadcast will begin in 10 minutes.
Today's BYU Sports broadcast will begin in five minutes. Today's BYU Sports broadcast will begin in three minutes.
Today's BYU Sports broadcast will begin in one minute. Today's BYU Sports broadcast will begin in 30 seconds. Sitake. After kicking off conference play at Kansas, the Cougs are now set for their Big 12 home opener against Cincinnati under the Friday night lights. And we're looking ahead with Kalani and Chase Roberts next on BYU TV and ESPN+. BYU Football with Kalani Sitake is presented by Intermountain Health, official medical provider of BYU Athletics. see you and hear you and good evening once again Cougar Nation we say hello welcome back inside Studio C at the BYU Broadcasting Building on the BYU campus in Provo Utah for our week five edition already week five of BYU football with Kalani Sitake we are live and on demand on the BYU TV and BYU radio apps and this year on Big 12 now on ESPN plus we invite you to participate with the live polls via the Opine app tonight and every Tuesday night. You download the app and vote in real time and see the results on our screen and our social media hashtag for tonight. And every Tuesday is hashtag Sitake Show. Coming up on tonight's broadcast, we will recap BYU's first ever Big 12 conference game at Kansas and look ahead to the Cougs League home opener against Cincinnati this Friday night. We will go inside the film room with Darius Lassiter. Tonight's Deep Blue feature profiles former BYU hoopster Mike Hall. Wide receiver Chase Roberts joins us in studio. We'll have some fun and games with Kalani and Chase here, and we'll do our weekly Q&A and our weekly uniform reveal. Always fun at the end of the show. Let's get tonight's show on the road by welcoming into studio see the head coach of your BYU Cougars, Kalani Sitake. <laughs> There we go. Thank you. Hendricks Hamuli, everybody. Thank you, Hendricks. Hazel with another bye week uh, tonight. We'll get Hazel back at some point, but uh, yeah. As long as the Hamulis are doing it, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. It's one Hamuli or another, and there'll be an H's involved, double H's every week <laughs> somehow. Good to see you again, Coach. Good to be here. How was practice to this afternoon? Good. I mean, it, it went, went a little long, and uh, we, we had to do hybrid practices and meetings, trying to combine the, day, the days on a short week. And so, literally just got here just in time for some makeup. So that's, uh, <laughs> and you never need a lot, so it's okay. Thank you. I mean, I appreciate it. But yeah. no, it, it's, I mean, I, whatever can help, right? I, I'll take all the help I can get. You say hybrid because you're working on a Friday game, and yeah. so things have to change a little bit for you. Yeah, and then, you know, we, we don't work on Sundays, and so we... 
Uh, NCAA requires a day off, and so that just happens to work out well for us. And so we, with players, but with the coaches, we do the same thing. Try to give them Sabbath day off and, and uh, get some work in early sun, uh, early Monday morning, and then uh, put together a game plan and and have a, a long practice. Uh, we had a hybrid Monday Tuesday practice uh, yesterday, and uh, today was our Tuesday Wednesday. So it's a, probably the longer day of the week in practice this uh, was was today. The weather has stayed pretty wonderful for you guys uh, through the month of September. Yeah, I'm, I'm liking it. I mean, I, as long as I keep wearing my shorts, I'll, I'll be good. So I don't know how much longer we can do that, but uh, I'll, I'll take all the, the good warm weather as much as possible. I would say, I mean, how many weeks of our show are you not in shorts? I don't know. I, mean, I, I feel, I feel, I feel like yeah. even when it gets cold, you still find a way to, 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 to bring the shorts. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if... Uh, I'm in shorts more, uh, you know, as often as possible. So, um, obviously not at church, but yeah, yeah. I, I feel most I feel most comfortable in, in the shorts. Cold weather doesn't bother you though, for the most part. If you can if you can rock shorts, the legs do don't feel it. Yeah, yeah, okay. it's all up here. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you're just played your second of back-to-back road games, uh, but did the did the conference game have a little different vibe than than the one at Arkansas to you? It did only because um, now we're on on a field where we know that that we're going to be. Um, you know we're partners with with Kansas, and so we didn't know that uh, even though it's a new place for a lot of the players, especially the young players, it's somewhere that they can know that what it's like. You know, so in Independence we played in a lot of different venues, and then probably never get back to playing there again. And now um, we'll have guys that, that next time we return to the Kansas, they'll have a little bit more uh, familiar feel with it. And uh, the place was electric. I, I thought they uh, it was hostile crowd, but. Um, they were really, really kind to us as much as they could be, I think, within reason, you know, and uh, I think our fans showed up like they do at every game. And, uh, man, we really appreciate our fans being there, and, and uh, we were able to sing the fight song for them at the end. Obviously, the, the, the game didn't go the way we wanted it to, but um, I hope the fans know how much we love and appreciate them. And, and uh, for some of those fans, that's the only time they'll get to see us play this year. And so uh, just really happy that, 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 that they were there for us, and uh, we promise to be better next time. We'll get into some of the highlights here in a little bit, but there were some interesting storylines going into Saturday, and one of them involved one of your new players, uh, Darius Lassiter. Uh, Darius has such strong family ties to the Kansas program. His father played there, in fact, played against BYU back in 1992. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's had two brothers uh, play at Kansas, one who's still there, and, uh, and, and it was cool to see Darius in pregame be able to be with family, and uh, mom had a special jersey made up to honor both of her sons, Quinton and Darius, in the day. And uh, among the different storylines we had, that was one of the nicer ones that we saw kind of unfold. And then, of course, we'll get to it, too. But uh, Darius ended up scoring in the game, his first uh, BYU touchdown. So it was, uh, despite the outcome for him, a pretty special day. Yeah, and I mean, I, whenever you have an opportunity to, to play the game, it, it matters how we play. But uh, I know a lot of people are focused on the result. But I was proud of the way the guys played. And, uh, you know, we, we, went, we ran into some adversity in the game. But you have these opportunities to have Darius, who... Uh, is a big part of our program and, and, and I love the, the brother that he is and in memory of his father him and his brother were able to play that game and so uh, even though the, the game didn't, didn't end up the way we wanted it to it's these moments that you look at it and why BYU is so special is that we can allow him that opportunity to, to, to play against his brother and then also let him relish in the moment and, and so make these memories that they can they can remember for the rest of their lives. It's an older stadium you played in, but they're going to be refurbishing it and renovating it, making it uh, part of a, a, a multi-million dollar new kind of looking complex. But it was a full house. It was a sold out crowd. A lot of BYU fans in the stands, as you already noted. It was just a good feeling college football afternoon. Yeah, it was really nice. And then 
uh, you know, it was a beautiful area. Uh, I, th I, I, I thought our players appreciated it. I mean, it was a really cool sunset when we were heading out of there. So uh, a beautiful part of the country and, and glad our guys were able to experience that. And, um, you know, considering the game was, was not the, the, the way we wanted it to be, but man, there's a lot of things that we can learn from and a lot of things that we should be proud of. And one of them was I, I thought our guys represented well. We, uh, it, it can't just be about wins and losses. It's got to be a little bit more, but I thought that they represented themselves and their families the right way and, and uh, really proud of them. We, we'll get better, and uh, we're looking forward to getting better for this next one, and glad we get to be home. You know, back-to-back -back away games was tough, but mm -hmm. it's good to be home, but we felt at home with, the, with the, the crowd that was there, too. Well, you already mentioned the fact that it wasn't the outcome you wanted, and you've already put it in the rear view. You're, you're moving on to Cincinnati, and you're so far into this new work week, but let's do look back quickly at some of the things that happened on Saturday. 38-27 Seven was our final score. Let's check out the highlights presented by Maersk. And uh, Parker Kingston got himself knocked out of the game on this play. The ball popped loose, and that's how Kansas began the game, scoring on defense. Yeah, it's a rough, rough start. And, um, you know, but I think the guys were able to weather it a little bit. I mean, we it's its hard when you're spotting uh, the other team points like that. But I, the guys didn't, didn't, didn't quit, and they didn't seem to hang their head. We've been through some adversity and, uh, before, and we've been down before. So... Uh, it, it wasn't kind of it wasn't new to us, but it, I wish we would not get used to it as well. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's a it's always tough to be able to, to have our guys um, spot points like that, especially when we pride ourselves on taking care of the football. And great special teams tackle we saw from Raider to Mooney on the Suey yes. Drive. Great Kansas would go ahead 14-7 uh, on this play, but uh, BYU's been used to rallying, and they would do so again. BYU got right back in this thing, and it was uh, L.J. Martin on a nice little screen to the left, well blocked, and uh, L.J. tied the ball game after a PAT at 14 here. Yeah, really well executed play and had a lot of linemen out there for the screen. We've seen the screen before. We did it with Hinkley Rapati uh, last year, and so it's been it's been it's worked out well well for us. So we, uh, I'm glad that the guys executed the play really nicely. Ben Bywater getting in on Jalen Daniels, a tough guy to corral for a sack. And Jalen's a handful for everyone in the Big 12, preseason offensive player of the year in the Big 12 Conference. 14-14 ball game. Nice play, beautiful catcher from Chase Roberts, who's our guest later on the show tonight. BYU got a good thing going. Isaac Rex helping BYU down the field. You take a lead right before halftime. We see it were late in the second quarter, and uh, Will Farron would give you that 17-14 halftime advantage here. Yeah, I mean, uh, considering we, we started the game on the 7-0 and in the first drive of the game, you know, I come back and go in the, in the halftime with the lead. Uh, just didn't start off the, the obviously this is the opening um, drive of the second half and uh, to, to spot them seven more points again is, is tough to do. Um, uh, it was third and long. I don't, I don't think uh, Keaton should have thrown that ball. Um, regardless of what the coverage looked like, it just, it's not a, not, a, not a, you don't have to do it by himself. And so we need to just make sure our guys just do their jobs and we can do stuff like this with a single coverage and make big plays. And this big play would lead to a field goal that would make it a one-point game again. Chase Roberts showing so well in the early part of the season. Will Farron's been good on his kicks coming down from Boise State, 21-20. But the uh, Jayhawks would score the next two touchdowns to increase some distance between themselves and the Cougs. And both touchdowns came courtesy of the same combination. Jalen Daniels to Luke Grimm once, and they would do it again as Kansas would take a 15-point lead in this game. You weren't quite done yet, and we'll see that, but uh, Kansas had this little phase of the game where they put it, if not out of reach, made it difficult to come back. A nice uh, 
connection with Keelan Marion, he's proved a valuable asset to you on the outside. Yes, and, and, and he's done a lot of great things for us and with, with the ball in his hand, but it's the stuff that he does does without the ball as well, walking downfield. And just defensively, we just couldn't get, a, get the stop at the right time. And, um, you know, we got this touchdown, but we couldn't get a stop to get the ball back to our offense within within enough time to, to make it a deal. And, and, and Kansas, we're able to drive down and, and make it a two-score game, which made it virtually out of reach. You know, we would have to score points there and then kick it on size kick. And so um, felt good about the matchup, felt good about our, our, our ability to play the game. But whenever you turn the ball over three times and two of them end up being touchdowns, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to, to battle back from a 14-point deficit, especially when you're the one that's usually, usually the ones that, that I think I think we've kind of played with fire a little bit too much through, throughout the year, and the mistakes bit us in the butt right here. And so we got to find ways to improve and get better. And obviously, you got to run the ball better so that we can uh, keep teams honest and, and and work our play action pass game. Minus three, the turnover margin. You've been since you've been the head coach. It's happened six times that you've been minus three or worse in the margin, and you haven't won any of those games. It's just a tough number to overcome, right there. Minus three. Yeah, and and then part of that, and you talked to. Jay Hill and the, the defense is that they, we need to create some opportunities. We, we had our hands on the ball a couple times, and um, the key was we, got, we weren't able to stop the run game. You know, I think that looking at the things that um, we pride ourselves on, we, we definitely didn't have our identity in set on, on all three phases. I thought we saw some really good things from special teams, but uh, we really didn't allow them to be the, the uh, swinging factor for us. And so uh, we've, we've got to get better. And, and um, Physically and with our strength and everything, I, I didn't think we were outmatched. I, th I just felt like we needed to do a better job as a, as a team, playing team football, taking care of the football, but also executing on, our, on, on both phases and then special, making, making sure that special teams becomes a weapon for us. What do you think it's going to take to get your run game going a little better? Yeah, I think it's, a, it's an 11-man problem. It's not just, uh, I know everyone's going to blame it on the O-line, um, but you, you have to be able to be in sync with, with the rhythm of it. The blocking scheme, the tracks of the running back, and making sure everybody's doing their job. It's, it's everyone's got to be able to do it, and we didn't do that well enough. And so uh, we'll figure it out. Uh, we, we've done it before. We've had we've had these linemen and and and, and uh, these coaches have done that before. So I, I imagine we'll get them back on track. All right, the stats were presented by Smarty, as are the schedule checks we do each week. And BYU now finds itself a third of the way through the regular season. The left column is in the books at 3-1. and one. And now we move into the middle column, one final game in September. This Friday before it's a Lone Star State month of October, a bye week, and then three straight games against Texas teams. All the Texas teams being fit into October this year at TCU, home to Texas Tech and at Texas. But first up and before the bye week, it is Cincinnati. We'll get to the Bearcats in a bit. But the bye week falls in a, in a place that you would probably prefer it if you had your option late season, early season. It's not a bad spot for you this year. No, this is great timing. Uh, I think, we, you know, having the opportunity to play on a Friday on national TV and then in front of our fans. Uh, we were kind of used to that Friday game anyway, so some, this is something that our guys are used to uh, that, that have been here, and, and, and it's a great opportunity. And the best thing to do when, you, when you're coming off a loss is it, it's, it's awesome when you get to play a day earlier. Hmm. So, uh, you know, this is a chance for us to, to try to get, get a better feeling and, and, and perform better and learn what we, 
the mistakes that we made from game from the last game. All right, lessons learned in Lawrence. Now it's on to Cincinnati. As we mentioned earlier, Saturday was a special day for BYU wideout Darius Lassiter, whose father Kwame played for Kansas against BYU back in the day, and whose brothers Kwame Jr. and Quinton are former and current Jayhawks. And with all of that history, Darius made some of his own history, scoring in Lawrence, as we saw. And this week, he joins our Jerem Jordan inside the film room. All right, Darius, Dion says it's personal. But it wasn't personal in that way for you in this game. But it was fun because you got your brother on the other side. And, and how about uh, your mom, Erica, and your brother, Quincy, wearing the split jerseys? How do you even get those made? They look good. It was actually a gift from her. So at first she just got like the half shirts with me and my brother on it at first. And then um, one of the guys that actually cuts our hair, he designs uh, shirts and jerseys and things like that for uh, other people in Arizona. So uh, she uh, went to go pick those up and she he just handed her those. So those, it was nice to see those. She got a lot of camera time. Yeah, she did, yeah. She's a superstar, man. Yeah, that's what she thinks. <laughs> that's what she thinks? Um, and you had some fun with your brother during the week, and then I love that, I think it was, what, Sunday, um, your brother tweeted, who's on Kansas, Quentin, can we talk now? And you said, no, we're still not talking, weirdo. Yeah, he's a little weird. <laughs> I expected it, I expected it from him. He the, he's the quiet one of us, but uh, he's always gonna take a shot when he gets the opportunity to troll one of us, so. Yep, uh, and it was fun to watch you guys uh, go at it, of course, where your dad played. Mm. Let's break down some plays, so uh, early in this game, you, you get a catch and you kind of set the tone. You actually you actually give a little uh, little push to your brother. It's fun. Yeah, we were just in a little hurry up situation. Um, just caught the defense, not as set uh, at first. And then um, I actually didn't notice it was my brother right there until like I turned and I see him after Chase was blocking him. So I, I was trying to, uh, I actually wanted to run him over, but he kind of, <laughs> he was kind of a little too far away to just stop and go into him and charge him. He didn't even look at you after. Yeah, he did it. You're looking at the other defender. Okay, let's talk about your touchdown. How cool that you scored a touchdown in this game of all the games. Yeah. What did you see here? Uh, so at first it was just uh, it's a fill-out type of read type of play. Um, trying to see if it's man. So we sent Keanu in motion. Uh, try to get the look that we wanted. It kind of was there at first, but they kind of had a four over three on us. And this play kind of works when you either have two people there so uh, I'm trying to get Keanu open, but uh, I kind of, you have one person outside of me and then one inside, so you kind of just, at that point, you, I'm the second option, so uh, I kind of just waited my route off. Uh, I didn't want to go to it too early because I know it's a rollout play, um, and then as soon as I got like halfway in the end zone, I snapped it off. What's that like in that moment, scoring a touchdown with all the um, conversation and emotion going into this game for you? Yeah, uh, it was great. Uh, I don't know necessarily who I was talking to after I was scoring it, but uh, I know somebody out there heard me. But uh, yeah, it was it was a, it was a great feeling though, uh, just to score where my dad played and then where my brothers had played, uh, and then just having a lot of history between us, uh, between the Aloha Bowl and everything. So it felt good to get that one out the way. It was special. It really was. And uh, so you catch the touchdown and you're talking that direction. Then you go to the bench and you're still kind of yelling. Is it up to your mom and brother or is it just generally to the crowd? Oh no, my uh, my mom and brother was actually in the other end zone, but uh, the crowd uh, before the game, it was like, uh, they were just making jokes like, oh, we got the better laster and whatnot. And then they were in the stands flipping me off too as well. So uh, <laughs> just- They thought you were number one? Yeah, so just, just, uh, just talking with them, um, that just kind of got me a little excited. So just talking a little, a little smack talk back to them. 
Yeah, the, the give and take of the yeah. game is uh, always fun. Okay, later in the game, you get a screen pass, and uh, you fumbled the ball on this one, but luckily Paul Miley was there to scoop it up. When I first caught, caught the ball, I kind of seen him coming down, so like, my first instinct was just to catch the ball and try to get like a quick decisive move to like get him off the uh, yard mark. I didn't know that the move actually was that effective, or I would've ran back outside. Um, normally your blocks are coming to kick out people like that. So um, when I was running, then I just seen, so I tried to cut back in and uh, just just miss, miss had the ball. Um, ball security wasn't that great, um, obviously, because it went on the ground, but um, I got to do better uh, just holding on to the ball in that certain situation, um, regardless of us being able to convert the first down or not. Then later in the game, 20-yard uh, gain to the six that you almost scored a second touchdown on. Yeah, uh, I was a little mad about that one too because I got tripped up. But yeah, this is just a little man beater. At first, I was trying to get Isaac open, but then uh, I kind of seen that uh, I was going to be the one to get open because nobody uh, had stayed over there. And uh, his man was kind of a little far off off him. So uh, a little quick little five yard drag across the, across the screen. Thought I tried to read Dion's block. Um, thought I had more time than that. Um, so, but the defender made a good play by diving at me and just tripping me up, stopping the touchdown. And then of course, Cincinnati coming in on a short week. What's it gonna take to be ready for another big Big 12 game? Yeah, just, just hitting the, the uh, game plan fast. We just gotta learn, uh, take the messages that we're getting from meetings and able to go out and put on the field today as quickly as possible and clean up any mistakes that we that we know we had from last week um, so we don't make those again. Um. Okay, Darius, thanks for the time, man. Good luck. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. Right, uh, what uh, what has Darius Lasseter brought to your wide receiver room this year? Yeah, he's he's got a great presence and and his uh, you know he's played a lot of football and so I, I think the um, he's smooth in, in the way he runs. You can see smooth the way he talks and just keep him at best self and stop talking trash. Just focus <laughs> on the game, but but it, you know it's a little things like taking care of the football. I know that he's he he he's a guy that'll be um, accountable for his mistakes and. And he wants to get better. So uh, from what I've seen already in practice, I, uh, I, I'm excited to see him play this Friday. So I uh, just really love having him on the team. and I love being his coach. All right. Thanks to Darius and Jerem for that. This Saturday, it's this Friday, rather, it's BYU's Big 12 home opener against the Cincinnati Bearcats. And it's a Friday Night Lights conference weekend special. Third meeting all time between BYU and Cincy. They played in Cincinnati. Uh, they played here in, 20, 000, in 2015. And then in your first year, 2016, you went to Cincinnati, won that game too. Yep, that was right. And, and that was a really cool experience. And, uh, you know, we're excited. We see them on film. They're a really well-coached team and a lot of talent. And so, the, um, you know, we're, we're excited. I mean, there's, a, there's guys on that team that have played and had a lot of success and gone to playoffs and things like that. So um, just, just a really talented team. We just got to make sure that we do our best to, to, to handle our business and, and just executing our plays. I think we... Uh, it's not really much about them as much as we need to get get our stuff right, and and then we just know we scout them that they're a talented team, so we just can't can't keep making mistakes and giving other teams a chance to to increase the lead on us because of our mistakes. We see the quarterback there, Emory Jones, at Florida and then at Arizona State before coming to Cincinnati, and a lot of transfer talent, a lot of high-level P5 transfer talent on that team. Yeah, and, and, and a lot of talent, and you know, looking at him, he's been through, he's been, he's got a lot of experience, so playing both at Florida and at ASU. And so, um, you know, again, it's a, it's a, it's a veteran quarterback. Uh, last week we played the, the preseason, um, you know, Offensive Player of the Year. And, 
and uh, this week it's it's another dangerous opponent. Uh, I thought they had they've had some really good film that we've seen on on uh, so far in the season, and uh, we they have our attention. But this is a the focus is us doing our part, and making sure that we're ready to roll by Friday. You get to face the Godfather, defensive lineman Dante Corleone, uh, for Cincinnati, uh, and and uh, they're an interesting team in that they they run a lot of plays and have the ball for a lot of the game. They're a really big possession team that way. Mm-hmm. And 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 you're looking at, at Corleone. He he's a, I mean they use him on offense too. So he he's a he's a big presence. He's one of the best D tackles in the country, and so. Uh, you know, he's very athletic and, and he's dangerous. Our, uh, I think our O-line will, will have to be ready to, to, to get him, you know, to block him. But he, it's tough because he's, he's, he's made a lot of big plays on a lot of great, really good O-line, uh, O-linemen. So uh, our guys have to be assignment sound and use the right technique so we can take advantage of the mismatches that we do have, especially with him being such a mismatch for us. Okay, looking forward to an intriguing, compelling, fun Friday night at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. As we break, this is your reminder that your day-to-day Cougar sports play-by-play happens on BYU Sports Nation with Spencer and Jerem. Weekdays at noon Eastern, BYU TV and BYU Radio. When we come back, Deep Blue profiles current BYU football staffer and former BYU hoopster Mike Hall and wide receiver Chase Roberts will be our live studio guest when BYU football with Kalani Sitake continues. We're back after this. Zions Bank is celebrating 150 years of service. With that much time under the belt, it's no surprise our helpful bankers are ready with the knowledge and support you'd expect from an experienced bank. Whether you're looking to open a new account, save for the future, or invest for the long term, we're ready to help right now or whenever it's convenient for you. Come bank with us and see what we can accomplish together. Now more than ever, Zions Bank is for you. A division of Zions Bank Corporation, N.A. Member FDIC. From business matters to family matters, from legal advice to litigation, Fillmore Spencer is your full-service law firm headquartered just a mile north of LaBelle Edwards Stadium on University Avenue with branch offices in Salt Lake and St. George. Top-rated lawyers consistently voted Utah Valley's favorite law firm. With its broad legal expertise, Fillmore Spencer can play offense or defense and even provide a little coaching. Fillmore Spencer, solving problems and seizing opportunities for you, your family, and your business. All Pro Capital is loyal, strong, and true. They really believe in putting the money back in the investors' hands. The track record that All Pro has, they've never lost a single dollar of principal. They've always paid their returns on time, as promised. Join the white and blue. Invest in your future with All Pro Capital. Learn more about investing in your financial future at allprocapital.com. That's allprocapital.com. Where does a journey to wellness begin? Do you start looking for diet ideas? Or searching for exercise plans? Actually, you don't have to look far. Just look to the first two letters of the word wellness. We means you don't have to figure it out yourself. It means your hopes and challenges are a perfect match for our knowledge and resources. It means anything you want to achieve. Together, we can achieve better. Because wellness begins with we. Intermountain Health. The power of we. BYU Football with Kalani Sitake is brought to you by Intermountain Health, official medical provider for BYU Athletics. Maersk, your e-commerce logistics shipping partner. And Smarty, location data experts. Welcome back to BYU Football. 
BYU basketball player Mike Hall is still fondly known to this day for hammering home one of the most ferocious dunks in Cougar basketball history. But his journey from player to father to mentor includes tough moments and tragic losses. Those challenges have made Hall into an essential part of the BYU athletics program and family, as we learn tonight in our latest edition of Deep Blue. I had a great dunk and ended up being ESPN Player of the Week. He still <laughs> lives off of that moment. It was exciting. But what people don't know about that game is that I had three points. I had that dunk and a free throw. That's all I had. I just had three points. I fouled out that game and I actually airballed a free throw. It was like three feet short, but it was a game that I remember. He had kind of a rough road to BYU. Right out of high school, my girlfriend and I, we ended up having a child, and that's right before I started my freshman year at Pepperdine. He went to school because he had to in order to be able to play basketball with the hopes of a college scholarship. Ended up getting actually getting kicked out of Pepperdine because I just wasn't taking care of my business. The maturity, I wasn't there. He will tell you he was not the best student. He didn't take his schooling very seriously. I think he always kind of knew basketball is going to be my thing. And so school, meh, you know, whatever. Coach at Pepperdine, he helped me come to get to Utah. He sent me to Dixie and said, hey, Mike, okay, go here. Get away from home, get away from L.A., get, you know, get away from that scene. You can go concentrate, play basketball, get your grades back together. Coach Rose has ties with Dixie, and he ended up up here at BYU. I don't think Mike Hall ever grew up thinking, man, someday I'm going to go to BYU and be a BYU Cougar. In fact, I'll bet you he didn't even know anything about BYU until somebody said, hey, would you like to come play basketball at Brigham Young University? And I love that about him because he brings just a different perspective. He came to Brigham Young University to be a basketball player. I think he left Brigham Young University prepared to be an excellent husband, father, and contributor to the community. I had grown up a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, knew that I wanted to be married in the temple, and my high school boyfriend was not a member of the church, and that was one of the reasons why we broke up. Then, of course, I meet Mike, who's not a member of the church, and I'm like, oh, but he's so fun. I told her friend, I was like, I think I got a crush on her. <laughs> I think it got obviously to the point where we both cared a lot for each other. And we realized maybe this is gonna go somewhere. You know, life happens and I end up getting baptized after I left BYU. And you know, she stuck around, <laughs> she stuck around. And then a year later we got married in the temple. So it's a long process. And then, you know, life happens, start our family. And here we are 16 years later. When we got married, I knew that I wanted four kids. I'm kind of a control freak. We started our family right away, and then all of a sudden, our youngest is getting ready to go into first grade. And in July, I kind of felt like maybe I was pregnant. Joe, Jojo, our baby girl, she was born in March of 2021. Within three seconds of her getting here, she wasn't breathing. She had breathing too, feeding too, everything you had, you know. For some, it would be too much to handle, but for Tara and Mike, who, you know, are, are so willing to just get to work and find a way to get things done, they really embraced it. 
We didn't know that she had anything. No ultrasounds gave us any hints that anything was gonna be wrong with this baby. She had a rare genetic disease called cat eye syndrome, which kind of affected a lot of things in her body. Some of the stuff I still don't really understand. Joe was in and out of the hospital for her whole life. She was being suctioned because she couldn't swallow. She was on oxygen off and on quite a bit. One night, she just kind of turned pale blue. Um, and that was the last night she... Um... Mike came, met me at the emergency room. And I think by the time he got there, they were doing CPR on our baby. And that was crazy to see doctors um, doing chest compressions on your little infant in the ER room. And um, we just hugged each other and watched and listened to them. Because she was so in and out of the hospital, we never got to give her a name or a blessing. And so we called our bishop and asked him if Mike could give her a blessing and, and give her her name. And so we did that together. And we just rocked her. And we were able to say goodbye to her just real peacefully. It was beautiful. Joe taught us how to love outside ourselves and not think about ourselves. It was inspiring to see how it united the family, how they came together and uh, worked through it together and relied on their testimonies of families being together forever to really get them through it around her birthday, because birthdays, those kind of days can be hard, but in March, we try and look around even our everyday situations. What can we do to maybe bring a little joy to their life? Because Jordan brought us joy. So our joy for JoJo is what we look forward to in March, to looking around ourselves, to looking outside of ourselves and, and giving back. As soon as the Big 12 announcement happened, you know, Kalani felt a strong sense of need to evaluate all areas. We uh, open that spot to have somebody be a true mentor that, where it doesn't, it doesn't involve playing time. The players need a, a place to go that's not just about the field. There was a lot of things that Mike brought to the table in terms of just his life experience. His ups and his downs, both with basketball and trying to make sports his career, with family, with even different career changes and different roles. I think he's in a great role to be a mentor. I try to be myself. I think working with athletes and especially college athletes, you, these athletes, they get a lot of people to tell them yes all the time, right? That's not my job. My job when I was a basketball, my job now is to tell these guys what they, what they need to hear. I think he puts all that together and gives these guys a game plan and a vision of what they can can accomplish and give some things to think about that they never thought was possible. When I ask our guys how they're doing, I mean it. Like, how are you doing? How can I help? That's one thing that I've learned through Joe's. It's like, how are you guys doing, man? Because our, our, our hearts are different. And I want to help you with that if I can. So you have one of our former great basketball players as part of your football family now. Uh, how does Mike fit into that? And how does he help your program now? They're awesome, the whole family. And so uh, he, he's 
he's such a great mentor to the young men, our team, and he's a ment great mentor to me and to our, our staff. And so, um, you know, we, he's a big part of our family and our success and, and his wife and, and Jojo, the, the entire family, all the kids. And so we, we love having him um, be a director for us and a mentor. And it was important that we have a system in place where, where our players can go to someone where it's not just about football. And um, with his, the experiences that he's had, the adversity that he's been able to overcome, uh, be a good soundboard for these young men to maybe vent a little bit, but also um, he's going to tell them what they need to hear, not, not what they want to hear. And, um, and he's the right guy for the job. And he's done an amazing job. But it's, it's the, you look at all the, the adversity he's been able to overcome. A lot of people on our, on our, our players on our team don't really know what they've, been, what they've had to overcome. And, and so I'm glad that you guys did a piece on him to, to highlight his family. It's been great to have Mike and his family on campus for, for years now. Well, excellent. Well, through five weeks of the college football season, uh, we've seen a lot of great catches around the country, but perhaps none as good as the one hauled in by our studio guest tonight, 10 days ago in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Please welcome back to Studio C and the Satake Show, wide receiver Chase Roberts. Thanks for coming in. Of course, yeah. Thank you for having me. First and foremost, uh, did you give out an assignment to people today? Did I give out an assignment? Yeah, were they supposed to bring something? Uh, I did, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Tabitha's Way. I've been working with Tabitha's Way, and I asked, to bring, asked some people to bring some non-perishable food items. So that was kind of my um, invitation. Okay, and, yeah. and, and, if, and if anyone has met that invitation, there could be some BYU Creamery ice cream in it. Kalanya here might be the, uh, the prize go. tonight. So More flavors. It's got to be Satake Road. I would think we'd have to have some of that. Uh, <laughs> Try, guys. That was, was good. I haven't tried you it. probably can't have much of it. You're in no, training. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what, what is Tabitha's Way and how did you get involved? So Tabitha's Way is uh, um, helping you know, people of American Fork, actually, uh, is the one that I go to. Um, find former food. caveman. Yes, former caveman. Yeah. Um, and just helping them feed the, the hungry, you know, the families that are there in American Fork and the surrounding areas. Um, they're able to provide them with food. And it's surprising to see how many there are, you know, that, that are struggling. So it's cool to, to go out and help there. Well, congrats for being involved in that. Thank you for doing that. Um, how's, uh, how's your body feeling through four weeks of football? Um, rough. We just had a bloody <laughs> Tuesday is what we call it today. Oh, so, no. Uh, we're supposed to be sore, though, but the, the um, trainers and everyone get us right uh, for Saturday, for, I guess, Friday this week, and uh, we're going to feel good by Friday. Yeah, shorter week, and Kalani was saying you're kind of combining days right now to get, to get, get the work in, right? That's right, yes. Yeah, a little quick turnover, so um, we've had to adjust a little bit. What would you call it? Bloody Tuesday? Bloody Tuesday, yes. Kalani, is that the official name or is that the, the player's call? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's that. everywhere in college football. <laughs> Tuesday is supposed to be hard, but I think for our guys, uh, it, it's, it's hard because we, we lift Monday. We, we have a really physical Tuesday practice. Uh, we'll lift again tomorrow. So they, that's, that's part of the college football. We had to explain to these guys that you're, you're not supposed to be feeling good on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. The goal is to make you feel good on game day. And so. We're still in training. We still need to get stronger. Chase is fast, but he can still get faster, right? So there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that we can improve on, and, and um, 
These guys were all bought in, though. I, I, it was a, it was a good day today. It was. I mean, I don't do much, but you know, <laughs> the, these guys did a great job, so I, I was proud of them. He does a lot. Yeah, he does a lot. Yeah, you just went through back-to-back P5 games, yes. and now everything's P5. Uh, but do you get a sense for the grind that it's going to take to compete in the Big 12 week in, week out? Yeah, of course. It's a blast. No, I love it. The the competition that we have in the uh, in the Big 12 is is something that's just that we haven't had. And it's a, it's a blessing, it's an honor to be able to perform and to play against these great teams every week. Um, these are guys that are gonna play at the next level in the NFL, um, a lot of them. And it's just so awesome to be able to compete against them every week and uh, prepare. It's been awesome. We saw Kansas game highlights earlier before you came on. Yeah. Made a couple of great catches in that game that just kind of brought me out of my seat up in the booth. Uh, your thoughts on the Kansas game, lessons yeah. learned maybe, and what you take from moving forward? Yeah, I mean, you always learn a lot from, from a loss. You obviously want to win. Um, but Kansas was, um, you know, it was an awesome environment, a place that uh, we made we made a lot of mistakes, you know, as, as an offense, and um, that that we're going to correct. Um, but it's little things that that you know you practice during the week and um, come game time, and it, it's you know it's 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 faster, it's more physical, it's um, you got to lock in and be and be ready. And um, I know that that our coaches, you know. Are, are always there for us and they know what they're they're doing so if we just trust them um, keep it simple and go out and do what we're we're told this week of practice then we'll fix those mistakes and, and go out and perform versus Cincinnati you got Cincy on Friday and I was watching their coaches press conference today Scott Satterfield and he says man that number two made a catch against Arkansas that's one of the best catches I've seen but <laughs> the best catches you'll see all country in the country all season and uh, ha have you gotten tired yet of having to see the highlight talk about the highlight talk about the or is it all good because it was such a great play I mean it's fun always to watch and uh, to see but uh, here it is right here <laughs> <laughs> actually that's the first time I've seen that. No, it was fun. I mean, those plays happen. You know, a lot of it is, you know, you don't expect it to happen. It's, it's, um, but it's, it's so fun when it does. You practice those as a little kid, and um, but really, it's, it's, you want to just go out and, and win games. And I'm glad we were able to get the win, um, despite the, the, the cool catch. You know, I, I struggled that game, and I was able to, to learn a lot and to um, go back and look at, you know, the things I did well and also the things that I struggled on, um, and then try to, to correct those versus Kansas. And um, it happens every week. You know, you make mistakes, you make good plays, but it's, it's all a learning opportunity and. Um, it's really a team sport, so I'm glad we got the win as, as an offense and defense and um, it's trying to do it every week. Back to that press conference I was watching today with Cincy's coach, he said about Keaton Slovis, mm -hmm. he said he throws a good ball. He does. And, and maybe you could talk about that perspective, perspective you have playing with Keaton. Yeah, you know, I was able to play with, with Jaron and, um, and just so fortunate to be able to play with Keaton this year. Um, I've always had a, an amazing quarterback. Um, with a with a tight spiral, and I think that's the key. When you're able to to have a tight spiral flying in there, it's it's easy to catch. It really is. And I don't think I would have had um, you know the the plays and the catches I would without without Keaton and placing the ball where um, where he does. So he's he's pretty impressive, and not only on the field but off the field. His character and the way he leads the team. Uh, it's been an amazing opportunity to to play with Keaton. We look forward to more great throws and catches this Friday against Cincinnati. Let's take a break. We'll, we'll continue with Chase Roberts. We'll tell you first, though, that Monday's at 2 Eastern. We talk with the BYU football coordinators on Coordinator's Corner with Aaron Roderick, Jay Hill, and Kelly Papinga. Tune in live 
on the BYU TV app or Big 12 now on ESPN+. Coming up next, we'll have some fun and games with Kalani and Chase when BYU football with Kalani Sitake continues. Back after this. At Siegfried & Jensen, when we say we're here for you, it's not just a slogan. We live it. Every second of every day, 365 days a year. Because our roots are here, our attorneys live here, and so do our staff. We love our great state, and we love taking care of the legal needs of our neighbors. We know Utah, and we'd like to know you. At Siegfried & Jensen, we're here for you. Call us today. Okay, that's good. Whoa, whoa, Dave! Sorry, I'll go grab some paper towels. You can't let Dave pour things. He works at JCW's. They fill stuff up past the brim over there, like their milkshakes. They're thick, rich, and oh my gosh. Delicious. Oh no. Dave's filling up Crystal's car for her. Dave, stop. Hey, this is Clark for JCW. Stop into any of our five locations today. We're located in American Fork, Thanksgiving Point, Provo, South Jordan, and our new location in Harriman. Come in and see why at JCW's we believe in quality and a lot of it. When was the last time you truly thought about your checking account? Can't recall? That's because most checking accounts are forgettable. But My Style Checking from Mountain America makes a lasting impression with a suite of benefits, including loan rate discounts, mobile phone protection, telehealth services, and entertainment discounts. Make the memorable choice. Open your My Style Checking account at macu.com. Loans on approved credit. Membership required based on eligibility. Terms and conditions may apply. Hi there. Welcome to BYU Athletics. Come on in. Let me show you around. Over here, we have our promotions, and these are some of our social media campaigns. Right over there, we have radio and TV spots, and over here is where we have our game day tickets and hospitality. If you look up there, you can see our LED signage. These are all great tools to promote your business, build your brand, and align your company with the values of Brigham Young University. To learn more about what a partnership with BYU Athletics and your company will look like, email sponsorship at byu.edu today. Folks who watch the show know that there's kind of like a show within the show. We have like a mini game show every week. And then and the, the challenges, you know, change week to week. And and, uh, and tonight we can just tell you that, that Kalani can kind of sit this one out tonight. You get to be a helper and that's all for, for Chase if he needs it. Uh, My kind of game. Tonight's game is called Chase is on the case. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> we are going to, we're going to play audio play-by-play of some of BYU's greatest BYU, uh, touchdown catches of all time. But we're going to leave out or censor or bleep out the player's name who had the catch. Oh, no. Okay. You've got to try and give us the name of the person who made the catch by the call. All right? And Kalani will be by your side to help you if you need it. So we're going to hear only the audio. Okay. And then we'll have you guess. Okay? And no audience help? Nothing? Uh, we, it might happen. Okay. But uh, let's see how we do here. First Looking audio. The... First audio. Here we go. Okay. Third and 10 at the SMU 41-yard line. McMahon all the way back in his own 46. Throwing for the end zone. Receivers are there. Defenders are there. It okay, old, so yes. what we have here yeah. is a Holiday Bowl with SMU and BYU, the quarterbacks, McMahon, who caught the ball? McMahon. Jim McMahon was That's the quarterback. That's a long time ago. It is. <laughs> this is more for Kalani and me, baby. Do you know Kalani? You know. I was like five years old. Okay, see? <laughs> I was even born. <laughs> Do you know it? I, I forgot who caught it. I know Jim threw it. Okay, who, who, caught, who it? caught it? Gordon Hudson. Oh, no. No, that wasn't, wasn't Gordon. Uh, who said it? 
Clay Brown. They're both Catholic. Clay Brown. Okay. Yeah. Clay Brown. In fact, it would look like this if we were to show you the yeah, play. Let's see it. Yeah. <laughs> it's sad at all, right? was how the Miracle Bowl was born. There you yeah. go. 1980 Holiday Bowl. There we go. Fantastic. All right. Our next touchdown catch. This is the audio. Okay. Player's name will be censored. They have to go to the end zone. Final play of the game, barring a penalty. All the time in the world for Beck. Can anybody get open for it? He'll roll right. Let's it go. Find this guy. Touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it? That was Har Harleen. Harleen. Harleen? Harleen? Right? Yes. Let's, let's take a look and see how it went. Okay. Yes, Johnny Harleen. <laughs> have to go to the end zone. Final play of the game, barring a penalty. All the time in the world for Beck. Can anybody get open for him? Okay. He'll roll right. Let's it go. Find this guy. <laughs> so one for two. That was Johnny Harley, and you're one yeah, for two. Yeah. All right, our third audio play-by-play -play clue. Here we go. Up into the end zone. He holds on. Is it a touchdown? Yes, it is. What an unbelievable catch by. <laughs> <laughs> can is I give you? Can I give you one hint? Yeah. It was last year. Last year. It's gotta be. Yeah. Boise State. That'll be Puka Nakua. Let's take that a look. Pukas? Okay. Let's we'll see. Yes. <laughs> Up into the end zone. Yes. He holds on. Is it a touchdown? Yes, it is. What an unbelievable catch by Puka <laughs> Nakua. There you go, the Puka Nakua. Got it. We are two for three. We got one more coming up here. Okay. Three-man rush. Mangum, all kinds of talk. Steps into the throw, in the wind, down to the goal line, oh. and yeah. Touchdown, This 15. Hmm. Um, Tanner Mangum's yes, a quarterback. Yes, I know it. Yeah. Mitch the Matthews. Mitch yep. Matthews. That feels good. Let's feel good. Let's see it. This was awesome. <laughs> all kinds of time. Steps into the throw, in the wind, down to the goal line, and caught! There it was, Mitch Matthews. He got it. Good job. Okay, Chase. Yeah, I know. I'll, yeah. Okay, we're three for four. Uh, we're going to go into the Wayback Machine for this one. Um, let's go back to another Holiday Bowl. Take it away. Running place to net to throw. Throws it back. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Now the key there was Stinnett. Yeah. There was a running back named Eddie Stinnett yeah, that okay. actually threw it back to this guy, Three. and that Three. was the. Do you know who it is, Kalani? Yeah, Steve, right? Steve Young. Yeah. Yep. Holiday Bowl, 1983. Let's take a look. You this remember that? Look at this. <laughs> look at this play, though. <laughs> Throwback to Steve Young. Oh, I remember. Yes, I do. Yeah. There it is. It's not HD, so Chase can't really watch it. <laughs> it hurts his eyes. 
<laughs> I can only watch the high def. It's so grainy. <laughs> All right. Do we have time for one more? Producer Brett says yes. All right. It. We're going to go to uh, the mid-90s for this one. Okay. Here we go. Now they show a regular rush. Okay, that's not a lot of clues there. Yeah. Brent Musburger was on the call. It was 1996. Okay. Texas A&M here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. I'm going to go with, uh, with a guess. Um, margin Hooks? Was it Margin? No. Okay. It was. Sark, that was Sark through the Kale. Sark through it. Kale Kealaluhi. Kale Kealaluhi. Yes. Yeah. 1996. Yeah. Kickoff. Pig, pigskin Classic. Still not HD. But. <laughs> Should that be my next celebration? <laughs> no. Just, just get the ball back to the ref. And you and Kibo and, and everyone can go dance on the side. Pretty okay. Yeah. Okay, one, one last one here. Uh, Producer Brett, we're going with the last one. Here it is. Okay, okay. this is, uh, I can't give you much more background. Let's just play it. There's a third down and 16. Oh, and here comes the blitz again. Paul steps up and buys a little bit of time. Stride for stride up and in. Okay, so we have Max Hall throwing the football. Okay. I think that's our clue on that one. Um, who might it be? Who was Hall throwing the ball to a lot back always then? Always throwing to Collie. Always throwing to Collie. Let's take a look and see if that's what happened here. There's a third down and 16. Oh, and here comes the blitz again. Hall steps up and buys a little bit of time. Strike for straight uh, up. And it doesn't yep, matter. You did very well, Chase. You did very, very well. If he was alive, he, he, he knew it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. If he was yeah. alive, all you had to do was be alive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. And, and if we do this game show in a few years, we'll probably have some of your calls in here. I think there there's no go. doubt about that. Nice job. All right. Well, after this break, we'll have social media Q&A for the coach and Chase and some BYU football trivia. And BYU football with Kalani Sitake returns on BYU TV, BYU Radio, ESPN+. Hello and welcome to The Smith's Show. At Smith's, everyone wins when it comes to saving big. Because when you order online through the Smith's app, you get the same great prices, deals, and rewards on pickup or delivery that you do in-store with no hidden fees or markups. Best of all, you'll know when items in your cart have a coupon, so you never miss a deal. So whether you're a delivery lover, picker-upper, or you shop in-store, you'll always save big at Smith's. Smith's, fresh for everyone. Did you know the average TV commercial break is around three minutes long and that it takes a cup of noodles about three minutes to cook? Your favorite song is probably three minutes long too. And you get a pressure-filled three minutes to finish your turn in Scrabble? But did you know you can get a rain-repelling, triple-foaming, tire-shining, undercarriage rust-inhibiting car wash in just three minutes? You can with membership at Quick Quack, home of the three-minute shine. Just say Siri, directions to Quick Quack. See you soon. Zions Bank is celebrating 150 years of service. With that much time under the belt, it's no surprise our helpful bankers are ready with the knowledge and support you'd expect from an experienced bank. Whether you're looking to open a new account, save for the future, or invest for the long term, we're ready to help right now or whenever it's convenient for you. Come bank with us and see what we can accomplish together. Now more than ever, Zions Bank is for you. A division of Zions Bank Corporation, N.A. Member FDIC. This song doesn't have a name, but if it did, 
it'd probably be something about togetherness because it's a collaboration, not between pop stars and producers, but between music therapists and kids. Music therapy is a treatment that doesn't involve medication or needles, and it's been proven to help children manage pain and contribute to faster healing. So it shouldn't surprise you, it's our favorite song. And just one way we partner with you for a life well-lived. Intermountain Health, the power of we. BYU Football with Kalani Sitake is brought to you by Intermountain Health, official medical provider for BYU Athletics. Breeze, the official hometown airline of BYU Athletics in partnership with the San Bernardino International Airport. And Ken Garf, we hear you. Welcome back to BYU Football with Kalani Sitake. Let's head to social media. For the Q&A portion of our show, it's brought to you by Ken Garf. We hear you. Time for one question. It comes in from at 49er Cougs for Chase. Question, Chase, which catch of yours at BYU is your favorite? And he gives you the option of Arkansas or Baylor. Hmm. That's funny. You might, uh, you might like have just Jesse. answered that one during our break. Yeah. Um, I would have to say the, the Baylor one. Yeah, you know, being uh, having Puka out and some of the guys injured, um, I remember the coach coming up to me beforehand and saying, you know, Chase, you know, this is an opportunity for you to, um, you know, to step up. And he it was kind of in front of the whole team. So it was, you know, no pressure. But Chase, you know, <laughs> let's go <laughs> so, on you. First game, first home game as a Cougar. And uh, um, it was pretty special. You know, the crowd and uh, the emotions. It was it was amazing. And the great thing is both catches came in wins, which is what matters. That's right. Most. <laughs> All right. Uh, as we take another break, here's this week's trivia question presented by Breeze, the official hometown airline of BYU Athletics. With his next touchdown catch, Isaac Rex will break Gordon Hudson's BYU record for career tight end touchdown receptions. Who holds BYU's overall record for career touchdown receptions? The answer is coming up next. Stay with us on BYU Football. Come on, keep talking. Hi there. Welcome to BYU Athletics. Let's take a tour. From up here on Y Mountain, you can see the Marriott Center, where over 18,000 fans watch exciting BYU basketball. Over there, you can see the Smith Fieldhouse for volleyball and South Field for soccer. And see that big blue Y? That's Lavelle Edwards Stadium, where almost 65,000 fans watch Cougar football. When you become a partner with BYU Athletics, thousands of people will see your brands and messaging during live games. To learn more, email sponsorship at byu.edu today. Okay, that's good. Whoa, whoa, Dave! Sorry, I'll go grab some paper towels. You can't let Dave pour things. He works at JCW's. They fill stuff up past the brim over there, like their milkshakes. They're thick, rich, and oh my gosh. Delicious? Oh no. Dave's filling up Crystal's car for her. Dave, stop! Hey, this is Clark for JCW. Stop into any of our five locations today. We're located in American Fork, Thanksgiving Point, Provo, South Jordan, and our new location in Harriman. Come in and see why at JCW's we believe in quality, and a lot of it. When was the last time you truly thought about your checking account? Can't recall? That's because most checking accounts are forgettable. But My Style Checking from Mountain America makes a lasting impression with a suite of benefits, including loan rate discounts, mobile phone protection, telehealth services, and entertainment discounts. Make the memorable choice. Open your My Style Checking account at macu.com. 
Loans on approved credit. Membership required based on eligibility. Terms and conditions may apply. All righty. Hey, it's time for trivia. There's our question. And what is our answer? That's a long question. But the answer to this question, who holds the overall record for BYU touchdown receptions? Chase had the answer during the commercial break. The answer here is Cody Hoffman with 33 career touchdown catches. I guess that's in reach for Isaac or anybody else, quite frankly. All right. We have 15 seconds left. Time for Travis to run on in with this week's uniform combo. You don't even know what we're wearing, so here it is. Utah is a special place. Our communities, the people, the history. There is no place quite like Utah. At Siegfried and Jensen, we're honored to say that we are from Utah. We live here, work here, and when someone is injured, we're proud to say we've helped a neighbor when they've needed it most. We know Utah. At Siegfried and Jensen, we're here for you. Call us today. Hello and welcome to The Smiths Show. At Smiths, everyone wins when it comes to saving big. Because when you order online through the Smiths app, you get the same great prices, deals, and rewards on pickup or delivery that you do in-store with no hidden fees or markups. Best of all, you'll know when items in your cart have a coupon, so you never miss a deal. So whether you're a delivery lover, picker-upper, or you shop in-store, you'll always save big at Smiths. Smiths, fresh for everyone. Okay, sweetie, what other things shine besides the sun? Mrs. Danielson's car. Wait, no, I mean sparkles, like a diamond, or the tinsel on a Christmas tree, like really shines. Mrs. Danielson's car. No, sweetie, I'm talking shiny. No, Daddy, look, Mrs. Danielson's car. Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. When you get an unlimited wash membership at Quick Quack, everyone notices. Get your shine on at DontDriveDirty.com. From business matters to family matters, from legal advice to litigation, Fillmore Spencer is your full-service law firm headquartered just a mile north of LaBelle Edwards Stadium on University Avenue with branch offices in Salt Lake and St. George. Top-rated lawyers consistently voted Utah Valley's favorite law firm. With its broad legal expertise, Fillmore Spencer can play offense or defense and even provide a little coaching. Fillmore Spencer, solving problems and seizing opportunities for you, your family, and your